Welcome to Out of Our Skull Podcast. Episode 7. That's right. April 1st. This is not an April Fool's joke. No, nothing, nothing we say here will be an April Fool's joke, which is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it were a joke. This should be a disclaimer because some of it's going to sound like it it's could be It's going to sound like it's a joke, but it, everything we say is actually factual. We're recording this on March 31st, so it's not even April Fool's for us, so we can't even joke about it. Nope. That would be against April Fool's rules. That's right. And we take our rules very seriously. That's right. And we are the left-leaning podcast, so if that triggers you in any way, you might want to turn off the radio now. Hashtag triggered. That's right. <laughs> um, well, we have a loose end to tie up from our last, previous, uh, our previous episode. And that was the Rachel Maddow breaking news. That <laughs> Which wasn't really breaking and wasn't really news. Um I don't know if anyone watched the Rachel Maddow show where she discussed the leaked Trump tax returns, um, but apparently it was 45 minutes of lead up and about 15 minutes of nothing, really. Um, it was a 2005 tax return. Um, it clearly stated client copy, which means that he probably leaked it himself. <laughs> I don't know how many people would get the client copy of their tax return. I don't know if any time you request your back taxes, if it's going to say client copy, but, um, I mean, it's, it's the suspicious. It's, it's suspicious it's, by nature. It's also, it's the last year or it's the year where he married Melania, um, and she was looking for a visa. So his tax actually had to be clean. His taxes actually had to be clean to make sure that this wasn't viewed as a green card situation. Mm -hmm. um, so it was probably the last time he paid taxes. <laughs> um, and it's probably the last time, I, I, I mean, they're saying, well, this was clear, so obviously there's nothing wrong. Well, if this one was clear, why don't you just release the rest of them and clear everything up? Right. If I apply for a job in finance they're looking at my credit yeah not from 12 years ago right <laughs> they're looking at my fact, current credit they probably don't care about 12 years ago <laughs> they don't they want the last seven years right so i mean come on this is prior to his i think this is prior to the filing of his last bankruptcy so big deal it was a big kind of load of nothing. Yeah, I was, kind of, I was very disappointed. I was too, but we wanted to let the Scullies know and not. That, yeah, not we didn't want to just leave there. it. And and to recognize that we actually do recognize that Rachel Maddow, this was a dud. Yeah, it was a dud. I'm still a fan. Yeah, still a fan, but you know she has her duds too. Let's talk about the North Carolina. Yeah, let's let's talk um, local. Uh, we are broadcasting from Charlotte, North Carolina. So um, a couple of lo local topics. The North Carolina craft brewers push for a new house bill. This has been going on for a couple of years now. I remember going to a screening one year ago or two years ago. I think you were there mm -hmm. with me. And uh, the owners of Old Mecklenburg Brewery, John Marino and Todd Ford, are fighting to overturn a law that limits how much they produce of beer before having to contract with a wholesaler. Right. So, I mean, craft breweries are huge. Especially right now. This is a booming yeah. market for it. It's a very booming market for it. And they're very crowded. So what happens now is they run out. 
because they're only allowed to brew a certain amount without suddenly having to I'm not quite sure what they have to do with the wholesaler bit, but they have to actually contract with someone to sell them back their beer. <laughs> right. They have to pay a distributor to come and get load up their beer and take it to, somewhere else. To, to and then they have they to basically go. buy their beer back, which makes no sense to me. It doesn't all. make any sense. Um, this is called House Bill 500, uh, whose primary sponsors include GOP reps. Chuck McGrady of Hendersonville and Bill Brawley of Matthews would raise the $25,000 current. 25,000 barrels. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said dollar. 25,000 barrel limit to 200,000 barrels before having to contract with a wholesaler. Yeah, which makes more sense. I mean, if you're, if you're a very busy small brewery, you don't want to run out of flavors. You don't want to run out of, of product. Um and I don't think uh, 25,000 barrels seems like a lot, but it isn't really. So um, I don't, I'm, I'm all for this. Just raise the number. I don't, I don't think you should force a small business to actually no. buy a product. I think if somebody back. wants to have a, a distributor, yeah, they buy. can go ahead and contract with the distributor, but it shouldn't be a mandatory thing. Um, but the GOP reps, you know, they have their deals with the, truck drivers i guess and, yes and that's that's how that goes uh in this state nearly 200 craft breweries currently exist uh with a 1.2 billion economic impact and that's growing i can't exactly tell you for sure how much growth is there but just in the past couple months this year i've seen at least three new breweries open and um omb can't even open a second brewery mm-hmm. in Cornelius without contracting through a wholesaler. Yeah, if he does that, it's still considered OMB, mm-hmm. and it's still capped under that twenty five thousand barrels. So <laughs> we are losing the economy. He has seven million to put into this. Yeah, as well as the jobs that, that it's, it's going to create. It's going to, you know, it, it, we're looking at. You know, 10,000 new jobs a year. Well, the brewers say that their industry accounts for more than $300 million in wages and 10,000 new jobs a year in North Carolina alone. Yeah. Uh, he said that they need, we need in the state production jobs, not bank vice presidents, not construction workers, not right. uh, Uber drivers. Right. We need, we need production jobs. Production jobs. Management jobs. Yeah. Which is what, you know, which is what you kind of want to bring back to this state anyway, because this was a manufacturing state. And you know, a lot of those businesses just went, they're gone now. So you have to pick up the slack somewhere. Um, so I'm, I'm for this bill. I'm for raising the cap. I don't, I don't see there that there's a problem. I'm also it. for raising the yeah. cap. But the wholesale distributors are going up against... Um, well, the distributors have reinforced their clout with nearly a hundred. I'm sorry, with nearly 1.5 million in political contributions in the last four years. Yeah, and there it so, is, right there. They're basically vying. That just reinforces what we've been saying all year: <laughs> that this administration is for sale. Is for sale. So, moving on to the next, um, let's actually stick in North Carolina and talk about HB two. All right, let's go from HB500 to HB2. Y'all means all. 
Um, so um, they reached an agreement to repeal HB two. I'm not really liking this agreement because it's it's kind of. Well, let's talk about what yeah, it is. Yeah, let's talk about what it is. Uh, um, they reached it Wednesday night, so this is very, very, very recent. Uh, since HB two was signed, North Carolina has watched as companies abandon plans to expand in the state. Entertainers, entertainers have canceled shows. Sports leagues pulled some games. Uh, Cirque du Soleil canceled their shows. Mm -hmm. Conventions have gone to other states. This Filmmakers a, have gone to other states. Yeah, this we has are been chasing a disaster. people away. This has been a disaster. Um, <laughs> so it changed the law uh, Thursday morning. Um, oh, it also moved companies like PayPal and Deutsche Bank. Yeah, they, they, were going expansion. To, they were going to expand into the state, and they decided against it because of this just disastrous bill. This state has just been, nothing good has come from this bill. We look bad, we're losing money, it's just, it was a horrible idea. And it's stupid. It is just stupid. <laughs> um, no, this is what the, the compromise, the compromise says. states. This is the, the, I'm quoting the text in it. No local government in this state may enact or amend an ordinance regulating private employment practices or regulating public accommodations. Local school boards, government agencies would also be prevented from regulating, quote, multiple occupancy bathrooms, showers, or changing facilities, with that left up to state legislature. Okay, so this... Um I can't support this because basically what this is, it is telling businesses they can do what they want. Um, this also, it not only opens the door for people, you know, this is, this goes beyond bathrooms at this point because a, the way this law is, is worded, businesses can actually just discriminate against LBGTQ people. Yeah. By not serving them. By, by not, yeah. By not insuring them. By not, by yeah. not giving them the same lunch breaks right. at work because this is Just saying that the things. state can't regulate that so it's on the businesses and the businesses can do whatever they want yeah and we're right back to we're not even back to square one we're we're back to square negative 150. so my question is let's say i work at a at a big bank and i go in the men's restroom and i get attacked in there and um then it's up to my employer to punish yeah or or at least see whether or not anybody is going to get punished right for that attack when all i'm doing is using a public restroom yeah and, and no. this I and mean, now if you're attacked like physically you can actually press charges but this is like if you're harassed or if you're told you can't be there or if you know going beyond the bathroom if you sit down in a restaurant and somebody goes i'm sorry we don't serve gay people they can actually do that now this according to this bill which i don't think they've quite signed yet but this bill this this basically approved you know says you can go ahead and discriminate we don't we're not going to punish you this what this bill says to me this compromise says to me is that um, we're going to ignore that this is a human rights issue mm -hmm. and we're going to focus on the economical. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the economic side of it, because right. that's all they care about. Um, so they're just going to ignore the mm -hmm. fact that people are harassed and people are beaten 
and people are discriminated against. And this is so frustrating. It's just so frustrating. You know, if you don't care for the gay lifestyle or whatever the hell you want to call it, don't indulge in it. Um, you don't approve of gay marriage, don't marry someone of the same sex. Problem solved. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to open a public business and say you're serving the public, that includes everyone. You can't go, oh, I'm sorry. When I go to the bathroom and I see a woman touching up her makeup in the mirror, I wash my hands, I keep on going. Yeah. I don't think, is that a man is or a, a woman? Is that a man or a woman? When I sit down on a freaking toilet and pee, I'm not worried if the person in the stall next to me is standing up or sitting down because I'm not really caring. I'm there to pee. It's a public restroom. I want yeah. in and I want out. It's not... Weird. It's not a place for me to dilly dally. No, be be luxurious. I, I want to get yeah, back I've said to it what before. I'm, doing. I'm not having high tea in the restroom. <laughs> I'm peeing, washing my hands, and leaving. I've you know I've been to concerts yeah. where I've gone into the men's restroom because the line for the women's was outrageous, and it's like, fuck it, I'm going into the men's restroom. If I take my daughter to the my five year old daughter to the restroom, and there's a drag queen putting on her wig. I, I may ask I'm for makeup tips, but that's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's the most I'm going to do. I will probably ask her where she bought her wig. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. it. It's not going to bother me that my daughter is going to see that. It's not. It's I don't just, care if she's going to see a, a, a drag queen or a transgender person mm -hmm. or some, you know. It's a learning opportunity, right. actually. Yeah. If you think about it this way. So businesses shouldn't care what's going on and in their bathrooms. I mean, aside from, I guess if you're a retailer and, and there's theft or something like that, that, you know, I saw that been caught stealing video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about. So, uh, there's a lot of hashtags. There's a lot of, um, social media campaigning against it. Although Roy Cooper did quote and say, um, I, yeah, I think he's... What did he say? I support the House bill to repeal compromise that will be introduced. This was a couple days yeah. ago, so it hasn't been introduced. It's not a perfect deal, but it repeals a House bill too and begins to repair our reputation. But I don't think it does. I just disagree with I don't. Him. I don't think it's going to repair our reputation, and I don't think this is going to get a whole bunch of economic... A, a bunch of that economy back to the state because people are going to recognize this for what this is. Yeah. And we live in a state where... You know, we live in a southern state, so being transgender is still viewed as other, and I'm using air quotes here, as other, and people don't like it. And it's like, you're just giving them leave to discriminate against these people. And this is what our government is for, <laughs> is to be for everyone. Well, what do you think Chad Griffin said meant when he tweeted any ally of the lgbtq community cannot support this new version of hashtag hb2 there will be political consequences for those who do dem and republican what do you think those consequences are i i think you know roy cooper is going to be looked at much the same way as pat mccrory pat mccrory was much worse and i do understand that roy cooper is having to deal with a republican legislator legislature um, so he's he's going to have to compromise. But at the same token, you know, Pat McCrory was a one-term governor. There's nothing to state that Roy Cooper can't also be a one-term governor. Um, I, I think that if you support stuff like this, you risk 
being that one-time governor and you're you know one time and you're out yeah i go to uh i'm a part of a lot of local uh political activist groups and there's on this local level man there is a lot of people that are rallying to get their own political career started up people that have before this have not even had any interest in politics no but now they are but now they are because the this we're having to deal with this shit yeah and that's fine get involved i you know yeah, what absolutely i you, support them you you want to get these assholes out of there get these assholes out of there <laughs> yeah that's the, that's the way we're gonna do it and come on the show <laughs> yeah <laughs> come election season Come on the show. We'll give you some airtime. <laughs> Moving on. Um, to some national news. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's so, no segue that I have yeah, for this. Yeah, there's no segue for the American <laughs> Health Care. Is that what they were calling it, the American Health Care Act? I know right. that somebody had some stupid, it was actually labeled the best health care plan ever somewhere or something like that. It was so ridiculous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Wishful thinking, dudes. Um, <laughs> How's your insurance plan, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> You're probably with Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, so House Republicans have backed away from the American <laughs> Health Care Act. I'm shocked. I, yeah. Maybe they read it. <laughs> no, no, what happened is they didn't read it. Their constituents read it. That was well, the problem. <laughs> um, the failure was a huge blow to Trump and the House Speaker, Paul Ryan. Yes. Especially, he was, he was, I don't know... I've talked to somebody else on this about this political climate, and his opinion is that Paul Ryan was set up to to be the fall guy. I for think this. he was, which is why Trump so wanted this not to be called Trump Care <laughs> because he knew it was a piece of shit um, that would lose uh, millions of, of people their insurance and gut Medicaid, which is what Ryan wants. I don't mind laying this on the feet of Paul Ryan because this was what he wants. He wants no, to, he's a dick. Yeah, he wants to gut Medicaid. He wants to gut social services. He wants to, you know, he's so Everybody should wealthy. have a job and right. make their own way. Right. And if you can't, well, then the Lord just shits on you and you should just die. <laughs> That's basically, I mean, this health care act literally amounted to die quickly. That yeah. was what it was. So what's the, what's the main reason that all the political going back and forth and the futures of so many members of Congress are are riding on this. Is that's why they they backed away from it? Yeah. Because of their reelectability if they were tied to the bill? Absolutely. Yeah. These people were going to town hall meetings and they were being booed and they were being yelled at. <laughs> yeah, they were. And, and and a lot of them, I mean, our particular senators are, are nowhere to be seen. We actually, there are people with have you seen this man posters out there for our representatives because they won't hold town hall meetings and they're not talking to anybody. <laughs> they're not talking to their constituents at all because this is just such a contentious issue. Um, Obamacare is not perfect. It really is not. No, it's not perfect. Um, but you know what though? The arguments that I get from people are arguing, well, they say they're arguing against Obamacare or AH. CA. Yeah. But but in their words, in their explanation, what they're really arguing against is Medicaid. Right. They think it's the same thing. It's not. It's not the same thing. It is not the same thing at all. Um, 
and a lot of people you you know, you can't gut medicate because that you you, you your medicare have. and your medicaid is for children uh um, the, the disabled, disabled and elderly. elderly and you can't gut that you really can't no you um, can't. no obamacare is not perfect but take what we have and improve upon it don't just leave millions of people once again using the emergency room as their health care that's just not sustainable and then not paying the, and then not paying not paying the emergency bill right that's not good for our economy either. no and it's just not sustainable and so we just let's look at this realistically yeah um but the administration says now since that has failed they're going to rely on democrats to make the revisions fine while they put their attention to tax, to tax reform. reform which again will hopefully fail because it's going to benefit the wealthy which is what this is also what this health care bill did absolutely it gave huge tax pre right. credits to wealthy people that's why even though these pol politicians would have benefited made so much money in their tax credits if they had signed this bill and, p and passed this they still backed away from it because mm -hmm. they wanted to be reelected re yeah this is gonna i mean this shit is gonna come back and and haunt the uh the the gop it really is i, I think so um i think the base is starting to get really I was so disappointed with the election and I was disappointed with the Democratic side and I was disappointed with people who, who voted not for Trump but against Clinton. But against I think Clinton because, because Bernie was their woman. guy. Or, yeah, Bernie was their or because guy. Because she's a woman or because right. because she is she she's has just emails so mean. And, and the ISIS and Yeah. Um and what happens when she has a mood swing and in her, on her period. Yeah, I heard what it happens when she's on her period. Honey, she's close to 70. She's never going to have her period again. Um, but all of those people that cast just dissenting votes because she was who she was, I think they're going to... Or gonna didn't vote at all. Or didn't vote at all. I think they're going to come back around and we really need to get them out from 2018 in the midterm election and get some of these assholes out. Oh, absolutely. We're going to have major podcasting going on oh, yeah. at that point. And I'm hoping there's going to be more rallies and we can just generate a whole lot of buzz. Because it. It, it really, we need those midterm elections. We really do. And I know it's really difficult because particularly our state is gerrymandered so horrifically. Uh, one of our listeners in California, I forgot to tell you this, uh, encouraged us to look at the gerrymandering in California. Yeah. To see how many of those lines are red and the way that they have to shape them yeah it's, it's shameful we should we'll probably we should probably do a, a almost an entire podcast on gerrymandering yeah, because it is that. so prevalent and it's it is just it makes certain it makes certain districts just impossible to win you can never get the incumbent out because the lines are drawn so like it's like tetris it's not even tetris tetris is easy lines this is like a jigsaw puzzle it's horrible mm-hmm but yeah, that will be something we discuss on a, on a different episode. But a, the AHCA is failed, has failed. It is gone. It's failed. Kaput. And that has given me hope that other th things will fail. <laughs> that other things will fail. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Moving on to, uh, to what you're probably listening this, to this on, the internet. <laughs> um, overturning internet privacy protections. This, this is not a done deal. It's not a done deal, but it's looking more, more like it might be. But again, they're getting backlash on it. And good. 
They should get backlash on this shit. They should struggle with every stupid fucking decision. Yeah. I mean, these... Anyway, I'm just going to move on (laughs) and describe what's happening here. Yeah. In a party line vote, House Republicans freed internet service providers like Verizon, AT&T, and Comcast of protections to limit what companies could do with information such as customer browsing habits, app usage history, location data, and social security numbers. Yeah. Social security Security numbers. numbers. Yeah. Um, if Trump signs the legislation as expected, providers will be able to monitor their customers' behavior online and, without permission, use their personal and financial info to sell highly targeted ads, making them rivals to Google and Facebook in the $83 billion online ad market. Now, we already get some of this because, you know, when you Google something um, and you go to another page, suddenly there's a pop-up ad for what you were just Googled for. Right. That's, so there is some of this already. Google and Facebook already have right. Already have this. Uh, uh, it's in their terms of agreement. Right. Um, but what this does, it it kind of financializes it. You're these absolutely internet providers are able to sell this information. Um, the vote means that Americans will never be safe online from having their most personal details stealthily scrutinized and sold to the highest bidder said Jeffrey Chester, executive director of the Center for Digital Democracy. Industry um, industry, anal- uh, industry analysts said the FCC is also poised to deregulate the $40 billion a year industry for data connections used by hospitals, universities, and ATMs. Meaning that every time you use any sort of computer, <laughs> um, I've always been in the habit of thinking, well, Every time I go on a computer, it's being stored somewhere where I've gone. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And it, and it is. Um, the thing is, that's so much information. There's not a hell of a lot people can, you know, there's not a hell of a lot the government can do with it. Because the government really isn't well run. They've already got my social security <laughs> right, number. Right, they, they gave me the social security <laughs> number. This just but they is, can't make me spend money. Right. This is going to go to highly targeted ads. Right. So that you're going to spend money on more shit that you don't right, need. Right, that you don't need. And your kids that don't have a, a knowledge of what a dollar, the value of a dollar. Right. They're going to go, oh, yeah, I want that. And click and, and buy. And buy. And yeah. their social security numbers are going to be online. I, I'm very concerned about what that would mean for my upcoming child's credit yeah you know uh, fraud <laughs> you know we we talk about google and facebook doing this google and facebook are not internet service providers they're that's they are an actual search engine yeah they're a search engine or in facebook's case it's a social media yes um which incorporates a search engine too right but isps have historically just made their money selling access to the internet <laughs> um now these providers are looking to increase their revenue by tapping the data their customers generate as they visit websites, watch videos, read, and download apps. Yeah, so even when you're reading on your Kindle. Yeah, it knows what I'm reading. Um, it knows what I bought just bought from Amazon with my one-click button, <laughs> which made spying so easy. So, And that's one of the downfalls of you know this digital society we live in is that everything is so easy. Um, it's my uh, my friend's daughter. She's four. On on their digital um, 
satellite TV service, she bought the same movie four times because she was just pressing a button, mm -hmm. you know? That's how easy. That's how easy. Once you've plugged in your payment information yeah. and you've attached it to the account, it is literally just... So they, what sense Bye. does that make? They have four copies of Frozen on their one <laughs> digital satellite service. But they don't care because you bought it. You know, and that's the... The button was pressed. The button was Do pressed. Do you agree? Yes. So when you go back, you know, you can fight with them and they might actually, in some customer if they have service a good, way... If they have a good customer service plan, yeah. They might refund you. But, you know, there's, there's books I've purchased... At one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> after one too many after, ciders, after catching up with uh, Trump tweets, and having one too many ciders, and I'll go on a buying spree, and two weeks later, I'm like, "Why did I buy these eight books? I don't need them." Almost adults have buyer's remorse. Yeah, it, it happens. But uh, this is just giving. Uh, this is giving companies, companies, not like the government, not like you know. This, this I have my I have my cell phone plan with Verizon. So do I. So. They're going to know everything. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, every time I hit my home button, am I going to have to swipe to remove an ad like Probably. I do with my Kindle? You know? Probably. Now, yeah. I actually, and this is how Amazon got me, I paid the extra, I think it was $40 at the time, to get the ad-free Kindle. Ah. But you have to pay extra for that. So my Kindle. So either way, they're getting the, money, right. whether it's from you or whether it's, it's from, from the ads. ads. Yeah. Okay. So it's. This is just. Now some people are saying, "Well, it's highly targeted ads. It's going to give you the product that you want, and not you having to search around. It's going to save you time, so you don't have to search around for the right product or buy something that doesn't quite work for you, and then send it back." That's the argument for That's this. The Can you believe that? Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is not worth it to me. That is not worth no. having my social security number and my kid's social security number out there and to me. And my browser history. And my brow, you know. Oh, I don't care. My browser, my browser history. history. You know. <laughs> you, I you're going to see a lot of NPR and BBC. <laughs> I, I write a lot. So my browser history probably looks really bad because I look for <laughs> weird shit. Um, so maybe I'll but get, you know, taxidermy ads who or you, know, you need a mortician. <laughs> Body cleanup, here you go. <laughs> um, we've called the police on you. <laughs> Here's a book of anatomy. <laughs> um, so we'll see how this, we'll see what happens. This is just, this is just one more piece in the, your life is no longer your own. It belongs to companies. Well, and I mean, it's the, the the House Republicans have voted this way. We have a Republican president whose <laughs> daughter has a ju failing jewelry line. A so what do you line. think we're going to We're all going to get Ivanka Trump ads. You need this really <laughs> That's not going to be highly targeted to me. No. <laughs> spend $300 on a pair of shoes you can't walk in. It's going to be comical. There's going to be so many memes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So. Well, um, we'll see how, what this, what happens with this. I'm, you know, I've always tried to live my life, you know, with my browser history, it's like, yeah, you're going to get what you're going to get because I searched for some weird shit. With my buying habits, I've always figured somebody somewhere out there knows what I'm buying. Oh, of course. I mean, so. I order from Amazon all the time and they keep, I can look up my order history 
back, right to, back to opening the account. Right. Um, so, well, Ajit Pai, uh, he's the FCC chairman. He, this shed light on the fact that the FCC and the FTC do not currently work together. No. So moving forward, he quotes, I want the American people to know that the FCC will work with the FTC to ensure that consumers' online privacy is protected, though a consistent and comprehensive framework through a consistent and comprehensive framework. The best way to achieve that result would be to return jurisdiction over broadband providers' privacy practices to the FTC with its decades of experience and expertise in the area. The FCC's rules, which were passed in October in what was billed as a rare victory for privacy advocates, had set limits on how Internet providers could use the info, seeking to give consumers more control over the data they generate as they traverse the web on their smartphones and computers. Um, I talked to a specialist about this that said there was going to be switches yeah. where you could turn it off and on whether yeah. you were sharing. So that was going to be useful if, like, the, the example he gave me was that a friend of his was proposing to, planning to propose to his girlfriend, and then she started getting advertisements uh, for, for, engagement, for rings. engagement rings and asked him, why am I getting engagement rings advertisements all of a sudden? So he could switch that off so she wouldn't get wise that he, you know, he was able to keep that a secret. Um, those were scheduled to go into effect in December this year, but... Of course, that won't now. <laughs> that won't be happening. That now. won't be happening now because now your life isn't your own. <laughs> Belongs to a company. All right, Scullies, that is it for the first portion. Yeah, we are going to take a break. Take a break. You take a break too. Go to the restroom, refresh your beverage. Uh, make you sure you pay drink. attention to what sign is on that bathroom that you use. That's right. You don't want to get arrested. <laughs> um, and uh, then makes it makes you know somebody triggered if you walk into the wrong one. Right. So be courteous to others and hit play on the next uh, upload that you're gonna see. It, it's still gonna be. The April first episode, she just part so much two. Shit to talk about, we had so much shit to talk about. We had to break it into two. Yeah, we're dividing it into two. Give you a chance to not hear our voice for an hour and a half. Which is probably <laughs> tough. I know it's probably tough. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Right back. <laughs>